This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. We're going? We're all set? I heard that. To the point. Welcome back. Another episode of Innocuous Bastards. For those of us, for those of you, for those of you joining us live, you should say for you. If you happen to those, those implies occasionally browse through your Facebook and see us there. Listen for a couple seconds; you might learn something today. For those of Edgar listening us listening <laughs> us live, for those Edgars out there, we are only the doing it live. We're doing it live, gents. What's been going on? Well, one I've noticed here on your on uh, on the furniture that Ooh. there has been a shoe. I just noticed that now. Or some Wrigley gum. It could be a, a really big piece of Wrigley no. gum, <laughs> uncut Wrigley gum. No, you know what I was doing? I was uh, uh, I was uh, I nice. had these. I, I, I just got some shoes. Some shoes. So these these orange shoes right here. Yeah. And I was taking photos of them. Oh well. So. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> hey, no. Hey, people can see me at night. Drivers can see Dude, me. Dude, you're gonna be the best person around uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> you were taking pictures of your shoes. Just to share. With who? I mean, Just who to would, brag about it. Who would fucking care? People care. People care about, about the People care about the strangest things, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, people online care about the strangest things. Why do I, I have? People like videos of pimp, uh, pimple popping, so I guess I can't really argue about that. Correct, correct. Ooh, God, jeez. Don't remind me. Yeah. Hey, but uh, a lot's been going on. It's a special time, I think, right now, for sure. Special. On the planet. Yeah, yeah. Special is one way to say it. You know, I, I, think, I think that is, that's the reason why we've decided to go live, I think, with this one. E- even if you don't watch it live, late, later on you'll, you'll watch it a little bit. You'll understand to the depths, the depths of despair, depths. of despair, of, of the, the, <laughs> the lengths of knowledge that we have and the depth of knowledge is... It's breadth? pretty good on this issue. The breadth, yeah. I, I didn't come here to do that, but we're we're talking about impeachment, impeachment here today. I'll drop. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that is in there. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, only the fourth time in our history that we've been here down this road, the lonely road. Uh, and uh, you know, I don't think they have a lot of. Oh, that that's the it's the the fourth or fifth or Ninth. sixth. The, the ninth bastard that yeah. we have along with the show but knowing it, I think there is a lot of confusion a lot of people don't necessarily want to pay attention to it because there are a lot of very negative things about it and people don't want to get involved I've noticed that this week, and we've talked about this before about how people probably feel the same way as we do a lot of the time but they, they get burned out from all the negativity they get burned out from all the posts um, this is something that people should be paying attention to. Hope, hope, hopefully, they are. And the good, the the difference between this, just sort of preface it, the you the Ukraine scandal, uh, which we'll get into here momentarily, and the the Russian in investigation, the Mueller investigation, is that the Mueller investigation was extremely muddy and difficult to follow, and you know hundreds of people involved with it. This is pretty simple and really stupid. Uh, but it's simple, so even the stupid can understand it. How bad this is for the president? I think that's been, that's been pretty clear the last week. Which it's it's the speed of it. I don't know about you guys. I'm shocked at the speed of how how fast this is actually coming to place. This reminds me a little bit of if you pay, paid attention to pro football this year, the whole Antonio Brown situation. In that it that's went from him. it went when he whatever the stuff happened with the Raiders, he goes to the Patriots. And then he, this information comes out that he may have raped a woman, and it was pretty fast after that. It was like, this is, okay, that was the tipping point. And we hit the tipping point with this, I don't even know if it's the whistleblower, it's more of the cover-up since the whistleblower. Right. Like, it's, they could have withstood a whistleblower and just, if he just would have shut up. Right. It might have, like, kind of just progressed normally, but when he starts talking about treason and you know trying wanting to find to do who the whistleblower who it is, is. Right. and basically I mean if you think about this 
I think in Trump's mind, some of this is the, some of the things he says is kind of innocent or stupid. But when you're mm. talking about the most powerful person on earth, who now wants to find out who somebody is or do something to them, there's there's something to that. Okay, that's something to be worried about. Right. And you think about this is just slightly off topic, but when Trump is done with office, think about all the dirt he will be able to have on anybody, rivals, governments, individual citizens. So the fact that he's sort of threatening this whistleblower, yeah, this person needs to be protected. So although at the same time, I think in his in his case, snitches would get stitches, and that stitches would put him six feet under. Mm-hmm. So he'd be, be he better be very he may be powerful now, but when he's out of office, and you got a few uh, uh, secret service guards guarding you, you, you better make sure that you treat people right after that. But I think we should probably. Again, for people who haven't been paying attention, and there probably are a number of people who haven't because people have lives and they're they're going about their business. But another reason for that is like if you if you listen to conservative news, they always downplay this. Yes. Or 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 make excuses for it, or say that to not worry about this. And so there's some a lot of the segment of the population out there probably doesn't realize how bad this is and how. And the fact that Trump is sort of admitting he didn't—he's not covering up that he did it. Right. He's saying he's actually he's, proud of it. He's, he's proud of it. He's saying yeah, more it's a countries perfect, should do it. it. It's a perfect phone it's call. Perfect which phone call. I don't know what the fuck that means. What is a perfect phone call? I mean, whoever has a perfect phone. I know, call. but he uses all these subjective terms yeah. for things that that don't need subjective terms. Well, I think it's his—he has a propensity to kind of like downplay anything that's negative towards him, and, and kind of you know he probably he has not used it the phrase fake news yet but it's almost the same way that he deals with everything that's kind of negative towards him like oh that's fake news somebody's making that up to smear campaign it's a witch hunt it's disloyal well and the problem with what's happened there so for those of you who don't know again we want to get into a little bit of the details on the origins of this scandal so it had been ongoing for several months we had a new not we uh, the um, Ukrainian people elected a new president there someone along the lines of a Donald Trump kind of ish he didn't have a lot of experience. I think it was a celebrity or a comedian. Yeah, it was like a comedian, comedian of some kind. Uh, obviously, not that funny. Uh, uh, but you know, maybe he can make something out of this. I don't know. Maybe he'll have a career later on. But well, to the Ukrainians, it's probably pretty funny, right? <laughs> yeah, or sad, kind of, kind of like was for us. So, uh, they elected a new president at the same time. Uh, a few years back, and people will remember that the Russians annexed Cri- uh, Crimea. Uh, and the U.S. has taken a very uh, ag- aggressive stand to make sure that that incursion doesn't go further because that used to be a, a Soviet satellite, Soviet Union, for those of you who are too young to remove the Soviet <laughs> Union. Uh, and really their whole stance is based on military aid from the United States, a little bit from Europe. Uh, if it wasn't for us, their Russia would probably their Russia would probably already have overrun the entire country of Ukraine. Uh, so there's that back there's that backdrop there. Right? So there was, um, in addition to that, the the second part of the context too is you got Trump, who is as people know by now a kind of a conspiracy nut, a theorist who likes to get into he listens to people he probably shouldn't. He was an Alex Jones guy. Uh, the guy what was that what was the name of the thing he had there the uh, the conspiracy theory show the uh, in, uh, info wars that guy he was very much a propaganda or a, a proponent of that type of propaganda so you've already got a president who has already shown a willingness to uh, plus he he was a birther too Trump was a birther so you have already the uh, that type of leaning Alex Jones is Alex Jones yeah yeah. So you get into that, and then he gets into all this other stuff here, this idea that it wasn't Russia, but rather the Ukraine who hacked the DNC servers, you know, again, trying to cover up for Putin. So there's this whole, I can't remember the name of it. There's some name for the, it's like, for the agency? something. No, like the server or something. I can't remember the name of that part of it. But So there's the fact that he thinks that they have Hillary's emails. He thought that. Plus he thinks that the Ukrainians are trying to take him down in some other ways, and they were working with Biden. So there's these different things that are going on. And Hunter Biden working for an oil company, gas and oil company, gas and oil company in the, or not the Ukraine, in Ukraine. 
<laughs> so uh, somehow Biden must be dead. Out. So what he did, out. so what he did, uh, finally through the, if you've seen through, uh, well, just getting to the actual event, there was a phone call on July 25th of this of this year where Trump, uh, after he, we all saw it was the truth, he released the transcripts, was essentially asking for a quid pro quo, talking about how, uh, you know, we do a lot for you. I don't see it reciprocated. You know, I, I'd like to ask you a favor, and the favor is could you look into the Bidens? Could you look into the server issue? Uh, and of course, you know, what's this poor new president of the of Ukraine going to do, right? Well, he had previously put their planned financial aid on hold for no. For, what, one, for, no for, no, for no reason, and two, he didn't really yeah. have the authority to do this. It was already approved by Congress. So the fact that he, in this phone call, didn't say, hey, I want you to investigate the Bidens, or I won't release this money. He didn't say he won't release the money. He didn't have it's to. Implied. It's, it's implied. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's subtext, and this is the kind of thing that mafia people do. It's you. That's, well, that's they get you on the same page, and then, okay, there's the threat. I'm going to make this a guy an offer he can't refuse. An offer he can't refuse. So that's basically what it is. And that's just yeah. totally on course for Donald Trump. This is how he operates. And so that's the thing. Him. And that's the thing this time is that it's so clear and plain and very simple what he did and what the transcript showed and what the whistleblower who came on after this. So there was the the phone phone call and, and there was a cancellation of a visit and then you know Mike Pence being involved in this somehow. We can get to that some of this stuff later. But Essentially, what happened is the whistleblower heard about this, not necessarily firsthand, but through other officials that were in the Trump administration, right? So, obviously, for anybody, any rational person thinking about this, especially if you're in the intel community, this is kind of some bullshit here, right? We need to do something about it. Followed the proper channels uh, uh, through the intel whistleblower. I can't remember the name of the, of the, of the, of the, of the law itself, but... There's a law for it. There's a, about a year ago that sort of came into place to protect whistleblowers or people who want to report on this type of stuff. Thank goodness that there is, because likely this will never have been reported. We would never know, and we don't know about a lot of stuff. This is a bit of a side, a little bit of a segue here, because a lot of these things that are going on, conversations are being held in a super secret server that is codenamed CrowdStrike. So, yeah, CrowdStrike. That was the one that was in yeah. the U. Yeah, thank. Yeah, thank you for that. So Just and my job, yeah. and that's way out of line from the usual stuff that presidents do. They don't hide just conversation. There's nothing national security involved in just conversations with. I mean, there there could be, but in general, there's not a lot of stuff like that that goes on that would need to be hidden. And if you look at it from just a common sense perspective, if in fact all of his conversations are perfect and there's nothing to hide. I mean, there's nothing of national security interest there. Just release the conversations. Wouldn't that seem to be like the thing to do? If there truly is nothing going on there, that's what you would do. Because it'd be very simple to do that. Here's the other thing, is that Trump is always... He subscribes to these conspiracy theories. But when they're a conspiracy theory against him, fake news. It's always fake news. So, yeah. like, how can you keep... I mean, I, I, I don't pretend to make any... You know, knowledge of his mindset or how things work, but it's like, how do you not see that your behavior is exactly that of somebody who is trying to cover something up? And it's an abuse of power, what he's asking for. So you have the two things there. You got the abuse of power, which I think if they just hadn't covered up and say, hey, this is just Trump being Trump, it's likely that the Democrats wouldn't have been able to proceed this far. I think that's the truth right there because the, the problem is that you have the whistleblower. So it, it indicates that there's a cover-up, right? If he just would have said, hey, yeah, I, I called him up. You know, I it, this is what I was trying to do. I was trying to find this, trying, trying to find that. So just uh, kind of a, go back to what you said. So it's a whistlebl- Whistleblower Protection Act of 1989 was what was um, implemented in order to protect whistleblowers. Yeah, yeah. And so the you know that's the good thing that that's there because now there and, and we'll get to the second. There's potentially a second whistleblower that even knew more. That was even more closely. So this is second and third hand knowledge that the first whistleblower has. There's a second whistleblower now that is sort of in you know the mixer that had you know, first and second hand knowledge. So much closer to what was actually going on. But 
Let's so anyway, pause, let's pause real quick. Uh, yeah. Because just going back to the timeline, because you, you mentioned July 25 thing, the phone right. call there. But apparently there's on August 20, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, we're going to get to Giuliani. Trump's personal yeah. attorney tells the New York Times that he met earlier in the month with Andrei, Andrei Yermak, mm-hmm. a top Ukrainian official. Yermak. Yermak. And, quote, strongly urged him to just investigate the darn things, unquote. Giuliani claims he was acting as a private citizen. Yeah, which, again, if when we which we get past this point here of Rudy, the the president's private lawyer, who is dictating foreign policy, rather than we have a secretary. Yeah, we do have a secretary of state. He may or may may not be that good, but we do have somebody in the government, and not (laughs) Donald Trump's lackey is essentially what uh, Rudy Giuliani is. He he wanted to be the Secretary of State. He wasn't able to do it because people told him he wasn't re- he wasn't very reliable. I think we can kind of see that <laughs> if you look at the news. Rudy is not particularly reliable for uh, Donald, but he does have his best interest in mind, if nothing else. So he spent this entire time manufacturing things and putting pressure on, on people to try to get something. They had um, once you get past the whistleblower part, that the next thing that came out was uh, there was a. Uh, uh, a, a public for uh, there was a testimony by the um, uh, the acting director of national intelligence, which I can't remember his name right offhand right now. Maybe you can you have research capabilities for that. But he tried to sort of he was kind of like, yeah, you know, I didn't think there was anything very wrong with it. So it would have come out much faster, but he sort of held it up, thinking, and he actually re- reported to the uh, Office of Special Counsel at the White House saying, hey, you know, is this uh, attorney-client privilege, or is this executive privilege? Uh, it ended up being that it wasn't, really. And so they were forced to release this. Because when this is supposed to happen, you get it, it was like seven days that he had to actually report it to the Congress, and he, he waited much longer than that. Joseph McGuire. Joseph McGuire, yeah. He was, he was kind of a sad, like a sad sack kind of a guy up there. He kind of got, uh, he kind of got his ass whipped up there. But you know, it, that seems like it was a long time ago. That was only about a week and a half ago at the most. That's how far we've come from, okay, it's fake news in their mind. It's nothing It's no, nothing to see or nothing burger is what they kept saying. To now, they're trying to twist the conversation into something else. Well, he was trying to root out uh, corruption. corruption. He was trying <laughs> to do this and that. He, he had every right to do it. What was the thing about, um, wasn't there some sort of judge that was trying to stop the Trump White House from scrapping any recordings or what was that thing about? Like they were making sure that the White House doesn't delete any of the copies of the text. Yeah, and and that's and that's more recent. I think the last right. couple of days they've say, hey, you guys need you can't you need a whole lot you need to archive this stuff. You cannot throw this stuff away. You cannot put it into a secret server. But um, yeah, and 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 so we we've kind of gone all over the map here a little bit just because we've been drinking, which is kind of what happens with the show, but. So where we are is so you have that test that type of testimony, you have the release of uh, and then you get to go to next to Kurt Volker who was the special envoy to Ukraine. He's a McCain guy. He's a, he was the director of the McCain Institute. So he's not really a, he's, I don't want to say he's never Trumper, but he's probably closer to that than anything else. And and the he. Uh, Along with his testimony, released a bunch of text messages between uh, the guy named uh, Gordon Son- Sonderland. Sonderland, I believe, is he has Oregon roots. By the way, we should, we can thank Gordon Sonderland for Grimm and for other shows brought to this port. <laughs> it's true. Look, look it up. It's true. He's a kind of an entertainment mogul. I, I I may not thank him. Just I agree. I wasn't really ever a big fan of those shows. I just I don't know when I'm going to see him. You know, and so yeah. I still, I still haven't seen a single episode of, of Grimm, by the way. Yeah. Actually, you have. You just don't know. Just don't Did know I? It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best that I don't remember it, and I wouldn't remember it anyway. But so you got this guy, kind of running the show. Uh, he's he's a Trumper. He was an early Trump uh, supporter. Even though if you look at his history, you wouldn't really know why, because he worked with a lot of Democratic governors. Is he not Ted a yeah, he's uh, Provenance ho- uh, Hotels. There you go. They're both but, hoteliers. But he was also working for Democratic governors at the same time. He was like an, an advisor to these guys. They're well, still talking about Volker or no, Sondland? No, so, I'm talking about Sonderling. He's kind of at the top of the pyramid here. He's Gordon kinda, Sondland. Yeah, he's the uh, ambassador to the EU. Yeah. 
Um, and then you've got Volker, um, who they, they had another gal there previously. It was uh, Masha, blah, 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 I don't know, I can't, I'm not going to be able to pronounce her name. Uh, but they got rid of her because she was like, nah, this isn't good. Uh, more of an anti or a, a never Trumper for sure. So they got her out of there. They got Vol- they got Volker in there along with another guy named Bill Taylor. So these are the people who are all referenced in this as uh, a string of text messages regarding meetings with Rudy Giuliani uh, to set up a meeting with the the Yermak, Yermak, <laughs> uh, yeah. and they all knew about the phone call upcoming with Zelensky, the uh, Ukrainian president. Monica? Oh no, not Monica. Although Monica, Monica, if only it was. Yeah, well, Monica did make a pretty good statement the other day, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to get to that. Right I now. did not have text relations with that president. Well, she she said if if all it took was to get someone impeached was to give a blowjob that she would happily volunteer. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty funny. I don't so. think that does her any favors. No, well, but it's pretty funny. It's it's actually pretty funny when you think about it. Uh, but anyway, so you've got these players and it uh, behind the scenes, all these ambassador types. Trying to make things happen uh, because they have to. You know, this is part of what their job is. They're not there to make policy. They're there to to communicate policy. And uh, eventually, what they did is they 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 found out more about. There was text messages going on. Uh, they had wanted to. They actually had out. Uh, they had wanted the U- Ukrainians to have a press release, which stated that they were going to do an investigation into. 2016 meddling, and that they were going to be investigating the the Bidens as part of it. So it's a, it's Hillary 2.0, the the emails and all that kind of stuff. That's Private what service. they were trying to set up. Yep. With this, and at the same time, he was holding aid as the quid pro quo is what you're saying. You're saying he's saying you need to do me a favor, which he explicitly states in the White House transcript. It's not even a verbatim transcript. That's what they put in there. You know, how could they have th- even thought that that was the right thing to do, is and to release that anyway? But. Honestly, I don't even know that the part of withholding the aid, that sort of part of the quid pro quo, is even that important. Right. You could just, you know, you've, you're, you're the president of the United States, and you're putting on a kind of a, you know, you're, you're talking to a, a sort of an embattled nation that... Is reliant you, upon you. I want you to do me a favor. And... A lot of people, despite aid, probably would do it just to curry favor with this powerful person. So the fact that the the aid is being withheld, which one it wasn't supposed to be, no, it was already and approved. two, it this is this is overhanging the conversation, whether it's specifically stated or not. I don't know that that's even that material. It's like, hey, I want you to go investigate this, and whether there's something some reward at the end of it but the I think timing, is not important but the timing me. is suspicious though right well it's even it just doubles it it's, it's beyond a, it's suspicious a yeah and, so. and, and that's the that the real key to this is that anybody can kind of understand this conversation you can you don't have to read between the lines very much of this because it reads like a martin scorsese scene that's exactly how it reads this is what you would expect a godfather to say to his subordinates mm-hmm. or to his competition you know, this is the type of stuff that's it's not nuanced really they think they're trying to say it it's like Trump is playing 4D chess here by saying this he's really trying to just so it's corruption. more like Sofia Coppola versus a Martin <laughs> Scorsese I guess okay. well so the thing it's, that's the thing about Donald Trump is that he runs his organizations like the mafia runs it doesn't yeah. like he doesn't care necessarily if one of his underlings breaks the law what he cares about is they don't rat on him. His loyalty. Yeah. <coughs> loyalty is the most important thing to him. It trumps all oh. other things. Nice, but, nice. So, and that's the whole thing like Giuliani, right? Is Giuliani has no official government function. And Giuliani will do anything to maintain some sort of relevancy. Because yeah. otherwise yeah. he is a nothing person anymore. And it's so interesting because if he hadn't gone down this route and just been America's mayor, That's he would thing. be beloved Maybe forever. That's he would have been beloved. I, the, he, he's got done a complete 180 uh, with me. But real quick, though, because we don't want this to seem like a sponsored video, can you take your bottle away from where it's positioned right now? Because it's very viewable. <laughs> Turn the label. 
turn the label, please. <laughs> Maybe they are a sponsor, huh? However, <laughs> the only unwitting sponsor here is what's on the table right now. I know. All right, sorry. Continue. No, but no, you're right, and 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 I think what's even more interesting in, in these text messages is where again, this all feels like it was so long ago, but it wasn't. It was just a couple days ago that the steps going down in the text messages. Volker asked for guidance from Rudy on how to address the Ukrainians. Why would you go to the president's personal lawyer to ask about how you're to, con- to conduct foreign policy? Even that on its face is ridiculous. There's so much. Ri- there's just so much ridiculousness in this whole presidency. It's so amateur. His hour. children have official capacities. He's still making money from the hotels. He's never divested from anything. How is just, he even allowed to do that? I, it's because nobody's... Nobody's... Menders calling to account on emoluments, which a lot of people don't know about. It's, that conf, it's the conflict of, of interest when you're in the, the opposite. And that's the reason why... One of the reasons why there has been this... Tra- there's been the tradition that the presidents will release their tax returns so they show their business interests. You can see where their you know their their cash flows are. He's not from. released his tax returns yet. He hasn't, and that's been the subject of what's come out even more. I sort of heard it toward the middle of the week, end of the week. Now it's come out again. Another whistleblower through the IRS mm-hmm. or from the IRS. There is something that they have to do legally, which is is they have to give the IRS. Uh, they they have to release their tax returns now that they're in office. And they have been uh, stymieing that process, uh, stonewalling. They to do everything else. But the problem is that now, now they've opened up yet another avenue for an article of impeachment. Along with uh, yesterday, Friday, uh, they had had already um, a, a subpoena to the State Department for them to release. They ignored that. So now there's another. And they warned them. said, if you don't do this, it's going to be looked upon as obstruction of justice, essentially. So they're opening up different pathways to in, impeachment for the president and for other people to get in a hell of a lot of trouble. And the only reason why you would do that is if there really is something to hide. If there's nothing to hide, as they say, here you go. You just wasted your time. You made yourself look like fools. But they can't do that. Well, and some of this is due to the Mueller, or the Mueller report and Trump spinning it that he was, uh, you know, he was acquitted or vindicated. This is no collusion, no obstruction. No collusion. So f- that's part of why he's doing this is because oh, he thinks I'm bulletproof now. They can't. They're not going to find anything now. So I'm going to go ahead and do this. You know, try and pressure other governments to investigate or you know our, our rival politicians. But there's also uh, uh, the fact that you know he, he is. The Mueller probe did not absolve him, and two, he's doing the same thing. You know, the stuff that the Mueller report he's just doing it with like a different government. So it's like where there's smoke, there's fire. And yeah, there's a lot of fire here. It's yeah. it's really mind blowing, and the sort of right, the people that are on the right of this situation, are so unconcerned, and it it really says a lot to that population that they just. They just want their guy in office. They don't care what he does. That's what they just is. want their guy, yeah. and that really kind of bugs me. That it's just like anything. It's like anything goes because your guy is in office, and I really don't. And I know there were some arguments against Obama when he was president, and a lot of it had to do with the health care and the mandates of, well, of paying and executive orders and things of that. Things nature. like that. Yeah. And okay, there's you know I can see there's some of that. You know, I mean, it wasn't perfect, but I just never felt like with Obama, like our democracy is a, is threatened by this. Well, and person. and to me, even as much as I dislike George W. Bush, and I think that he has a lot of blood on his hands for taking us into a war with uh, Iraq, I never felt like it, it was a criminal who was in office, like really a criminal who is only out for himself. At least you can look at, at at these people, and even Nixon, to a certain extent, would never have done the things that uh, that, that Trump has done. He, he he engaged in a lot of bad stuff, uh, but at the end of the day, he was called out for it by his own party. But a lot of it was because he 
felt that he was doing the best for his best for the American people. As twisted as that may be, with Nixon, he was still trying to protect himself at the end of the day. But he wasn't doing. He would never go to China back in those days and say, "Hey, go dig up uh, dirt on on so and so." He would never have done anything like that because he was he was too patriotic, I guess you could say. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. Well, one thing I would say about the first Bush is out of, let's just say... All the Republican presidents we've had since we've been of a political age among us here, us three. You had Reagan, Ugh. who was a former actor. <laughs> Bush, okay, Bush actually had some government. I mean, he was the head of the CIA. He had government. He was like, might be the most qualified Republican candidate for a presidency. And then the next Republican president was his son, who was. As as big of a dope as that guy is, I would take him <laughs> back right now over Trump. One to one switch, right? So so that the, the the people that have been Republican candidates have been kind of like Ford was Republican and he was kind of a he was kind of a dope. He a was bit, yeah, yeah, whatever clumsy dope. Some of it was because of Chevy Chase, by the way. Yeah, it sort of does shade our, yeah. our memories of him. But he wasn't like <laughs> what did he like qualifications? He didn't have a lot. He was a football player. So, and then on the converse side, like the Democratic presidents, Clinton, Obama, yeah. have been sort of, I don't know, they've been of their peop- men of the people, yeah. seemingly. Yeah, yeah. And so there's, a, there's and that, like he was a governor, he was a Rhodes Scholar, Obama went to Harvard and... As a lawyer and, you know, and so on and so forth. Has yeah. like some intellectual it was funny. qualifications. I remember back in, in 07, 08, they were telling, he's just a community organizer, as if that was a bad thing. You know, that's the that's the best that they can do with with him, right? But then you got, again, Bush Jr. with some of the shit that he did. Again, he's not, he's not out of the woods. But, again, I never felt during that time period that – this is some fucking crazy shit that's going on in here. And he need. I never thought that he would be impeached. For instance, I never felt that he should be. I felt like, I, okay, this is some bullshit policy. I don't agree with it, right? But I never thought he needs to be removed from office for national security reasons. Well, and, that's, yeah, that's like, that's what I think about uh, the right thinking about Obama. Like, when he was in office, people were upset about the house well, like that, house like that, house like that. Policy. Which, but they, they sort of equated it to like a constitutional, like you're making me pay, you're, you're forcing me to pay for something, and that's unconstitutional. Well, you know, we have Social Security, so right, that, that, that's, that, that's that, a that argument doesn't even it's hold in Whatever, water, right? But, right. In, and so they, they sort of framed it as, we're losing a democracy because we're being paid for a health care mandate. And there'll be death panels and you're not exactly. going to get any kind of coverage but and all this kind it's of It's like, bullshit. okay, but I, I can, okay, understand that. But that is a policy, right? That is something that if you don't like it, you can vote your people into office to change it. Yes. But what's going on right now, there's no there's no way to do that. I mean, you have to you're gonna have to vote him out. You don't have to vote him out of office. If the he next doesn't election. get impeached. If he doesn't get impeached. If he doesn't do a whole bunch of more shit before then too. But it's like this really feels to me like I could see the country going two ways. Splitting down the middle, that there's just people that they want their guy in office and they'll do whatever it takes, they'll ignore all this sort of corrupt bullshit. That is going on probably daily. <coughs> excuse me, for the fact that it's their guy and he's doing the things that they like. They're just going to ignore this stuff. Whereas, if you held him accountable for what he did and either vote him out of office or impeach him, get somebody else in there, even if it's a Republican. Get some. Get Pence in there. Get both of them out. I don't care. You need to get this particular person out of office. It's like you just got your foot in the door. That's fine. 
just help make sure that we're we're fixing it now. Is that what you're saying? Well, even if saying, it's a Republican, even if even if the Republicans of this country need to start doing a little self reflection and saying, hey, am I am I backing Trump because I think he's a really good president? And he's good for the country, or am I backing him because he's doing these policies that I personally feel strongly about, which are kind of like not really all that American? And a lot of this, and a lot of the support for a lot of these policies are kind of soft, actually, for the most part. Where you look, and I, I would say it's not fifty-fifty. What you've got is about thirty-three to thirty-five percent, a big chunk of the country, no doubt about it, are going to back him no matter what. So that's that's not gonna they're not gonna change because they've del- he's delivered on uh, the rhetoric for the wall and all the anti-immigrant stuff because that's that's how they are everything they're racist that's based, everything that's based they're racist for. ignorant people and you can't stop that from happening well, as of today Gallup poll rating for Donald Trump is forty percent approval yeah it's fifty six percent disapproval he's been obviously he's been going down right but you know what polls polls are kind of like irrelevant anymore because they're not necessarily polling the people. Except for the They're impeachment not polls. Those people. Except for the well, but you don't care. Who cares about the thirty-three percent? They're not going to win an election for you. What you care about are the moderates, the moderate, the moderate Republicans who want to just have again have their guy win because he's supporting mostly what they think is right. Not all of it. There, a lot of them are like, Ugh, I don't know, I don't really like this. But he he did get two conservatives into the Supreme Court. You know, he the economy is really good. Uh, well, he didn't get two the. Republican Congress is who got that. They're really the ones responsible. For I know, but their viewpoint is that he did it. That's what I'm trying to say because they don't really know. So you got so you got about ten percent or more of independent, moderate type, maybe maybe fifteen percent, and then you've got the rest of the country who is going to be the the Democratic and the left wing and all that. So the thirty three percent. Fuck them, honestly, and as to what they think, let them continue to talk to them and continue. I don't care if 100% of those 33% believe in it. As long as we get at least 50% of the rest, or 50% of the rest of the country, and who cares about the middle? As long as you get 50% of the vote here, you will win back the electorate, or you will win back the White House if you're a Democrat. So, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and have a comment for him. What I'm thinking is. Uh, and I lost my train of thought. Sorry, it, but just real quick though, since we're kind of talking prognosticating here. Yeah. Um, one of the political arguments against the whole impeachment um, procedure is that it would cost. And I'm reading a, an ar- a article here from CNN, an electoral backlash. Article here from CNN, an electoral backlash that is trying to impeach impeach Trump would allow his consistently low approval ratings to rise. I wow. kind of don't think so. First, it's bullshit. Yeah. I, the point I was thinking about before that was the, really the only reason he's in office, and we can talk about the electoral college all you want. The reason he's in office is because people were so sure Clinton was going to win, so they probably just didn't show up in certain yes. places. And they didn't and like I don't think her we're going to have that problem here next time. It's so, going to be very clear cut. And I have a question for you both because when Obama was was elected. The whole the hashtag not my president was very prevalent in all of socials, right? I think I saw the not my president in the socials when Trump was elected, only in the beginning. But it didn't have the lasting, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it didn't have the longevity as it did when when Obama was elected. Why do you think that was? Short attention spans. There's that, but also, I mean, I I used that at the beginning, but I don't need to continue to say it over and over again. I let my actions speak louder than the, the words, and I think the the conservative folks who were very much against Obama, there was a lot of hatred for the person, deep-seated hatred for Obama himself. I hate what Trump is doing to other people. I mean, Trump, I don't, fuck, I don't fucking care what he does after this. I just want him out of office. I don't want to hurt him more than he's already going to be hurting himself. You know, I think other people had a racial view of it. They had, uh, you know, the scare fear of it. I don't fear him. I do fear what he's doing to the office of, you know, the president, into our alliances, into the world. This whole populist movement that you've seen 
uh, have happened in Britain with Brexit and on all these. This little, and I hope I heard, I read the other day or just yesterday that Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that history will look back at this as an aberration. I sure as hell hope so because we can't go through this every four years. And I think that's the only danger from impeachment is that uh, it could tear apart the country and into that way and further tribalize what we already have. But I think that what will likely happen and what I'm hoping will happen is more along the lines of what happened back in 1974 is that more and more information comes out because of the inquiry. Uh, it may take a bit of time, but we, we finally get there. And But it'll be much more condensed here, not just because we're up against the 2020 election, but just because in, because information is instantly available and in people's hands much faster than, okay, i got to go get the newspaper down at the corner. And then, you know, i got to work. Maybe I'll read that later on. You know, what's going on here with this? Shit's happened so much faster. The stuff that had happened from July 25th, you can imagine where he was July 25th to right now, that wouldn't have happened back in 1974. There's no way in hell that would have happened as quickly as it has. So my hope is the end. The other factor here is that this issue is not difficult to understand for anybody. And it doesn't matter how the Republicans... Even think I think they don't care. Hmm. They literally don't care what he does. He could go shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and he they would still justify it. Those people are a dying breed, as you were saying. But there's, they're there. They're solid. Pretty much ninety to one hundred percent there. It's who cares about them? The other people, the independents, who's about again about forty one. Well, not not that many percentage, but about forty one percent of independents. I just read recently. It's now they're in favor of impeachment. That's much higher than it was before. We're starting to see a plurality of voters now support an impeachment. In some polls, it's over fifty percent. So. The more stuff comes out, is it this drip, drip, drip? It's kind of what Trump did to Hillary with the uh, WikiLeaks stuff. This is going to continue for the next couple of weeks, and if the polls continue to show that there's more support for impeachment, Trump's approval polls go go down, which they will probably. That's when the Republicans, who are vulnerable, and it's, it, it won't be the leadership. Like you're, you're not going to get, uh, you know, fucking Moscow Mitch to come out with anything. He's going to continue to say what he says. He's he's raising money on blocking impeachment. It's going to be the other people, the rank and file, are just like, uh So I think actually the most effective thing that this impeachment will do, I, I don't think the impeachment's actually going to work. Like they're going to get him out of office or censure him or anything. But I think it keeps it on the... It keeps it on the plate, like you said, stringing it out for until the run-up to the election. But I think if he actually were to be impeached, that would be more of a problem. Because I would agree. Then people would just say, well, you couldn't get him out of office, so you had to, you know... You couldn't beat him at the ballot box, yeah, so, which is what, exactly. they, is, is, what, is, is, is what they keep saying. Which is why he needs to be voted out. Yeah. He needs well, to be voted out. So that for brings this back to my, my earlier question about... <laughs> Excuse me about this impeachment having a backlash, political backlash, electoral backlash. I don't think it's an electoral backlash. I think it m- martyrs him if Which he gets impeached. I, I think, and I heard today, I was listening to the radio about that very point. I think it was John Dean who actually brought up that idea that he feels, as talking to his fellow, uh, not his fellow, but people who are Republicans who he talks to, is that he feels that that might be the strategy right now because he knows he's in such deep, in really deep shit. And he knows that it's not his style. He's not going to resign like Nixon did. Nixon re- resigned for the betterment of the country because he knew he had no he had no chance because he was going to be impeached otherwise. If they say, "Look, you don't have the votes, Mr. President, you, you should resign," Trump isn't going to resign. Are you kidding me? He will he will martyr the shit out of that, and he will turn it into his own news. He's already talked many many times about how he wants to have his own news network. He will have the Trump News Network. It'll be another brand for him to make money off of. So it doesn't behoove him to quit. He he would rather and he would rather Democrats impeach him than even I think have another term. Because Maybe. I I don't see how you could look at it any other way. Well, I just I'm curious how like the presidential debates will go. Uh, you know, I think it would be. I, I think Hillary took the high road too much. Too much and. Now we know what the tactics are. Now we know where the weaknesses are. 
And so I think whoever it's Biden, if it's Warren, if it's somebody else, I think that whoever is on their team is going to really like try and needle the president on some stuff more so than Hillary ever did. Because now, first of all, Hillary had nothing to work on. There was no debate. You can't debate his track record because you can't see his tax returns. Yeah. And yeah. it's a private organization. So now that we've actually seen his work uh, politically, it's like now there's stuff to go after. And so yeah. I... And that's the thing is that again you go back to the mafia and really analogy is that all the stuff he did in New York City as a real estate developer and, th- and there is actually a lot of history that shows that what he's doing now is exactly the same thing and it's, that's what he promised his people he was going to treat the presidency like he did his businesses and then people are oh this is fantastic even though he bankrupted himself twice you know and and never paid his bills to a lot of other people no one wants to work with the guy right. But he's made his money, and so there's. But it's too complicated. You can't follow tax law and and what lawsuit is here and what law. I mean, it's just you know who knows. What we have here is clear cut. It's very easy to uh, to, to to package, and I just hope that again. I I feel very much so that the Democrats cannot afford to be nice about this, and they need to keep hammering the point over and over again and keep releasing a little bit of information here. A little bit of information there. It's like, look at this, look at this, look at this. Mm-hmm. Because it's too easy for a guy like that to overwhelm a news cycle or, some, or something else to happen. So you just release it here, a little bit there. And that's what the impeachment inquiry can do. Is that, And that's another thing that people don't understand is you don't have to have a full vote of the House. There's nothing in the Constitution that says you have to do that. You can launch an impeachment inquiry without the consent of the House. Obviously, you want to be the one who's in the majority to do that. Otherwise, you don't have the power to do it. But you, you don't need to take a, a vote. That's why they want them to take a vote. They're so desperate for them to take a vote because they want they think it'll wrap this up. You know, no, what they're doing is they're trying to set the they're trying to set the rules. Right. Right. So they're There's more like that. I want I'm going to help. Uh, I'll release some information if, if you, you do take this. a vote. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, well, we don't need to take a vote. But in the mind of the other side is right. oh. Well, they don't want to take a vote now, so you know how, how yeah, they, real is this? They, they don't want to put their name on it, right. kind of thing. Yeah, but which is, I mean, it's totally untrue because they know already there's about 220 Democrats that are willing to vote on this right now, and probably even more than that, really, who are just sort of waiting to see what more information comes out. Which again, it's the speed of the information. I mean, if you think of the, the first time there was an impeachment, it was Andrew Johnson, right? Back in 1867 ish, like my the president's name. I remember after that. Me, <laughs> the Andrew presidents have not been good presidents. No, it's that's bummer. true. That's it's true. really bad. Yeah. 1868. Yeah. Okay. 1868. I don't believe he was ever impeached. I think he was acquitted uh, finally for that. But that shows. I mean, and that's how, that's what shows that the impeachment just doesn't happen. I mean, Clinton was. Uh, you know, acquitted. When Nixon would have been convicted, but that, despite all of those history, that's the thing. I hear a lot of historians on the TV. It's like, well, you know, this could happen and that might happen. Nobody really knows what will happen because this is a totally different age. So he was impeached, um, but he but he was acquitted by the Senate. Yeah, or impeachment did, doesn't did, mean or getting. Did he leave? I don't remember if Andrew Johnson actually. Res- no, no, no. He didn't resign. Because Nixon's the only one who's actually been... No one's been forced... No, no one has been impeached out of office. And impeachment can happen, but it's the Senate then has to have a trial uh, to look at the evidence that the House came up with, essentially. So the, the House or the investigator is the, the Senate, it's the jury, and the judge is the Supreme Court uh, uh, Chief Justice, sort of, over, sort of oversees the whole thing. So just... Because this can go on forever, but just let's do final word right now, yeah, AG, yeah. regarding this whole impeachment thing. Uh, I think it's significant. I don't know that if people are expecting an impeachment to happen, that it's going to happen. But I think for the Democratic side, and really for the country's side, this needs to go forward. And as much sort of negativity as you can portray this this administration in is going to be good for getting him out of office... I don't think there's going to be electoral backlash. I think the more you keep this in front of people, the more that this taint is going to really sink into people's brains and go, huh, well, 
There, I'm not. There's nothing like about this guy that I like. Maybe I want to have a Republican in the White House, but I don't like this guy. So I think that's more and more is going to kind of build as we get closer to the election. Mac. Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what uh, AG said there. I think that uh, uh, he may end up getting impeached. The Senate will not take up the trial for it. Uh, but I still think that's the reason why they don't want to vote for it, because they just want to go ahead and have the steady drip, drip, drip of an inquiry, which is much better than having a vote on impeachment. Uh, I think that's what they'll probably do, because we're so close to the election. That's why the timing is really good here. For the Democrats, because this is basically Wikipedia 2.0 for them, except they're doing it fucking legally, uh, which is which is actually kind of nice. Um, I WikiLeaks, think, w- yeah, WikiLeaks, not Wikipedia. Sorry, Wikipedia sponsors. We the still show. support you. I love you. Actually, I read you just about every night. I read stuff on there every night. I gave you three bucks Fantastic. a few years ago. And so. I, yeah, you, you were begging me for the money, but it's fine. I hope you spent those three bucks really well. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you, what you will see is. I think people have realized the, the limitations of Joe Biden. I think he, the people have known now. We didn't even talk about Bernie, Bernie Sanders and his heart attack, right. which is unfortunate. Uh, but I think that will sink him politically. Uh, Biden's already on the way down. So I think what you got is you got Elizabeth Warren, who's, who's going to be the candidate. And you'll see a move toward the middle for her, not necessarily on Wall Street stuff, but on other things. You'll see a closer move to the middle, and she will spend the next year getting ready for um, a confrontation with Trump that will probably happen. I think that she's smart enough and capable enough to go and just a goddamn good person. Physically bigger, like she's like she would probably she, beat his ass. She probably could. <laughs> yeah, more more so than Joe Biden. I think I think Uncle Joe kind of blew it. A little bit. For I don't want to get out too much in the weeds there, but I I, I think that the impeachment will not happen, but it would be the impeachment inquiry will, and uh, will make them look pretty bad. Plus, the longer you can keep this inquiry going, it's more chances for Trump to do something else. And he will. He always shoots himself in the foot nonstop. He continually does that, which is a fact. It's unforced errors, which will continue to happen. So. Well, as a newly minted U.S. citizen, and I went through the process, took a year, but one of the one of the USA. reasons I, one of the reasons I did it is to participate in, in democracy, and so whether the impeachment happens or not, I know who I'm going to vote for, come election time, and it's definitely.